Hey, welcome back to Not To Mention Podcast, where the butter's always soft and we always buckle our seatbelts. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Colin. And I'm Josh. And this week we have uh, some very, very close friends of ours, co-workers. Uh, we've worked with them at multiple events throughout the years, including their own shows. Uh, we have Biomassive on, and uh, yeah, we're really excited to talk to them. They're out on a new tour right now. Yeah, and uh, we're trying to make good time, so it's going to be a short intro. We're going to jump right into it. Massive dudes, can you hear us? Hey, what's up, boys? Yeah. Hey. Hi, guys. We got we got the full squad here, right? There's eight of you now. Yes. Correct. Yep. We don't have less though. Bigger and bigger. Oh, we yeah, lost. Yeah, there's only uh, seven right now. One of oh, us. Okay. Seven. Oh, okay. Seven. Okay. Oh, okay. That's still a lot of people. <laughs> Minus one. Um, so we're just gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna start off with asking you guys some uh, origin stories. We love origin stories here at Not to Mention Podcast. And so we're going to start off, um, we're going to do a little trivia with you while we do this. Um, we're going to ask if whether or not you guys were in band, and we're going to try and guess if you were or not, and whether what instruments you guys played. So I'm going to start off with Randall. Uh, boys, what do you think? You guys think Randall was ever in band, ever took music lessons? He's a drama kid. I feel like he was in drama. I kind of don't think so because I've never heard him talk about band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm going to say no. I'm also in that boat. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm going to agree. With that, Randall, did you ever play in band? Uh, no, I did not. No. I, okay. yes. I just we're one boys. We're doing good. good. Instincts, right? Well, well, how, did you, how did you get into, I mean, obviously I know quite a bit about your stuff, but how did you get into doing playing bass and getting with Biomassive in general? Um, I started playing bass in high school. Um, started out like pop punk and metal bands, and then originally managed the band, and then took a break from music for a while, and then the break was over, and uh, they were fluctuating some members, and I was like, "Put me in, coach. I'm ready. Take, <laughs> take me, me in, coach. Class. I'm ready to go. I got, I got my base." All right, all right. Perfect. Um, now I'll move on to Maddie Z. Uh, Matt, um, I, I, I apologize. I might be doing this a little, little wrong here. But that was Randall Erno. He plays the bass for Biomassive. <laughs> uh, Matt, why don't you go ahead and give us your name and uh, tell us what you play with Biomassive? Okay, yeah, Matt Zimmerman is the name, and I'm the drummer of Biomassive for the okay. last seven years. Oh, dude, mountain the skins. Um, so, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say here. I think yes. I, I think, think he was in percussion and band. I don't know this person at all, so I'm gonna go right along with you guys on this one again. <laughs> I I know Randall, so I could actually guess. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I think we're all three yes on you did at one point yeah, playing band. That's that... totally correct. Yep, that's how oh, I got wow, into yeah. music, and that's pretty much how I learned how to like play music. Is my band teacher was like a percussionist, like. She was all about like drums and percussion, so yeah, definitely, uh, definitely was in band, and yeah, it was it was did, kind of my beginning of music. Around, sorry, how did you wrap your way around into Biomassive? So you said for oh, seven yeah, years. Oh yeah, that I I was like playing in a bluegrass band because I play mandolin too. I play a bunch of instruments, but I was playing mandolin in okay. this bluegrass band that okay. I saw Connor and Cal at one of the spots we were playing in Gaylord. And they said, or Connor was like, yeah, I'm in, like, a electronic kind of, like, you know, computer project, you know, thing with my buddy Dan. And I think at that point you had already had, like, a bass player for, like, one show. Maybe nice. Skunk was okay. in there, too. But then, like, right after that, I was like, I play drums. Like, mandolin's not my main thing. Like, can I be in your band? And that's and then kind of, nice. like, nice. stoked about it. So that kind of just happened naturally like that. Yeah, Very cool. If I'm not mistaken, I think your uh, Facebook profile picture is you still shredding. Yeah, yep, yep, it is. <laughs> yep, it's been that way um, for like five years. Old school. <laughs> That's the Matt we nice. know and love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's just, right. you know, everyone hates me, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, uh, so then we have uh, Kevin. Kevin, why don't you go ahead and give us uh, your name and what you're playing with the band right now? 
Hey guys, I'm Kevin Paul. A lot of people call me KP, and I play guitar and do some singing in the band Biomassive. Bringing the real vocals into the group, eh? Yeah. Well, it's a, <laughs> no it, offense, it's a project for all of us, but I've, you know, the guys are doing really well. I've noticed that myself, you know, coming into this and being more, more vocally oriented as a singer. That you know, hey, you guys, because okay. I've, I've known okay. Biomassive since the beginning almost. So it's great. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, okay, so I guess with that in mind, it sounds like maybe he's not like vocally trained. Like right, he w- wasn't in choir. I'm I'm gonna go for no. You're gonna. I also no don't know Ken Paul, so I. It's hard to say. A lot of guitarists, you know, that it's band isn't necessarily where they got their starting guitar. That doesn't mean they weren't in band. But just because of my bias, when I think about guitar players, I'm gonna say no. No. Okay. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say agree? yes. Okay. okay, I'm gonna say yes. We're finally. Were, we're you ever in band, Kevin? Well, you're both kind of right. I was in jazz band. Oh. oh, see, that's exactly where the guitar comes in. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Is yeah. a lot of times for the jazz band, they need those guitar players. You gotta outsource a little you bit. You might sometimes. not be an orchestra, but. And so you said that you've known the Biomassive guy since the beginning, and I know you're a Northern Michigan guy. Is that how you've kind of always just uh, hooked up with them, and you've always known them? Because I know you're you're the newest member to the group at the moment. Yeah, and there was a, I was with the band for a stint a few years back, and I had to take a hiatus. Uh, so okay, that's been okay. a couple of oh, years. I didn't but, know that, actually. But um, I was in a band with Calvin and uh, Shandon for eight years. So yeah, there's, there's some the history car. there, and then they wanted somebody to sit in, and uh, they called me, and I, I was lucky enough <laughs> to show up at the right time, and it's worked out. <laughs> nice. Perfect. All right. Uh, so and then we have, and actually you just mentioned uh, Calvin. Uh, Calvin, you want to you want to go and give us your name and what you're playing there? Uh, Calvin Cron. I do guitar, do a little vocals, uh, okay. make samples every now and again. Um, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. You were never in band. Uh, I'm waiting for yeah, Calvin's this, pick. Yeah, this this one's kind of just a shot in the dark. So I'm gonna go on the other side of the fence and say yes. Oh, you piece of shit. Mm, now I gotta choose between the two because I also don't know Calvin. Um, we're getting to know. No him. offense, Ryan. I'm going with Calvin. Oh, dude, you guys suck. All right, Calvin, were you ever in band, man? Uh, I was not in high school band, but I have a degree in classical composition and jazz studies from Ooh. college. Oh, look at this guy! Damn, I was not expecting that answer. And so, uh, how did you find Biomassive? How did the boys find you? Maybe. Well, yeah, same as KP. Me, KP, and Skunk grew up playing together in a band. And then uh, Khan, I was the original drummer of Biomassive, actually, <laughs> for one practice. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, That's when you brought me. And I brought Skunk there, dropped him off, left him, and then I went to work at a local fish fry for a year or two. <laughs> he, tried to sell me, he tried to sell me a keyboard at a gas station. That's how we yeah. met. <laughs> He's like, so you want to buy a sense? And I was like, yeah, you want to be in a band? <laughs> Fair trade. All right, and then um, Shandon, Shandon Williams, a.k.a. as everybody's been referring to him, uh, Skunky Boy. Uh, Skunk. How did is he? He's here, right? That yeah, was I'm here. I'm here. I believe that you. I mean, dude, I know you to be quite the percussion master, especially on the auxiliary equipment there. I I think that you have some sort of training, but I'm not too sure if you were in band or not. And I've known you for a while, so that kind of disappoints me. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. I don't think Skunk, I don't think so. I've heard him talk about like rudimentary like rhythms and stuff yeah he knows the shit oh yeah you definitely just for um, me to think he wasn't but i mean that's not to say he couldn't be self-taught and be yeah. just as good but i'm gonna say he was okay so yeah. colin says yes i'm gonna go with no and because i do know skunk i don't take him as like a band nerd type <laughs> so i'm gonna say no what is it skunk i was in band class in all middle Son school of a bitch. And but then in high school, my freshman year, I got I typed getting kicked out of band class and actually got expelled from my school <laughs> from this fighting right. with the band teacher yeah. all the time. <laughs> so this all makes sense. Okay, uh, what did you play before you got kicked out? I was in percussion. I was percussionist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 I kind of assumed, but and then uh, and I assume since we've kind of gotten a couple origins from Calvin and Matt here but I assume you know this is the same kind of along the same route as how you met bio how, how did you well find like him? Cal said he literally he took me to a to jam one day and then I stuck around and he went to the fish fry <laughs> yeah you just you kind of just never left yeah, they, just could, always they been couldn't there. get rid of skunk so no, no. I was I was thirsty for some jams I was ready to play <laughs> all right awesome uh, and so Ben, uh, he's here, right? Ben. He is. Yep. 
Ben, say hi to me because I miss you. Miss hi, your face. Uh, ben, alcohol. I mean, what, what's up? <laughs> ben, this isn't an AA meeting. <laughs> All right, so. Um, Ben, you, if I'm not mistaken, at one point, uh, and I'll let you do this in a second here, but I do believe you were playing bass for them. That's for correct. For a second, mm-hmm. right? When when we had first seen Biomassive, I think. But why don't you go ahead and tell us what it is that you're playing with them right now? I play keys, but what about that's, your that's... guess? Was I in band? Oh, well, we're going to definitely guess oh, that. Oh, we're going there. <laughs> we're getting there. Now, I already have it in my head for some reason that you were a brass instrument player. I don't remember if that's because you were talking to me about it once or if that's just... Because you're a brass player and you want everybody else to to say a bunch like of you. bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go along with Colin because, once again, I don't know Ben, and this seems like a pretty well-informed guess that Colin's taking. I'm going to go yeah, along with well that. Yeah, well-informed. I, I feel like with having seen you play bass at one point and now you're playing keyboard, I'm going to say yes. So, Ben, did you ever perform in school bands? Yeah, but I played percussion. Yeah. Really? I didn't even know that. We still, we're still right, though. Uh, I was way off then. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so, Ben, how did you find bio? Oh, I got recommended uh, by... A drunken, mistaken twin to go jam at a warehouse. That warehouse belonged to Randall. There I met Calvin. He took me back to affectionately what's known as Bro House One and uh, <laughs> met the rest okay. of the guys. And uh, yeah, they had a spot opening for bass. It's like the one instrument I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. So you learned to play bass for for that position? Well, I Is play guitar, so I thought that, okay. that was close okay. enough. So it was it turns out it's really hard to play bass. So. <laughs> there was some learning going Perfect. on, for sure. All right, and uh, I think that brings us to uh, Connor, who, Connor, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us about yourself, your name here, what are you playing? Uh, Connor Lindsay, uh, keyboards, synths. Samples, um, the the DJ of the band. (laughs) Okay, okay. Long hair. Production, samples, sequencing, all that good stuff. All right, so boys, what do you guys think? Was was Connor ever in band? You're talking this. You're talking the producer of the group here. The guy who he's he's been writing. I think you know. I know. I know. Skunky Boy writes a lot of the tracks too. I know you all take part in writing a lot of your own tracks as well. But. Connor, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to get to this. I believe you kind of are the origin of Biomassive. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to say yes. I think maybe at some point you were in band, whether that lasted throughout high school or not. I'm not sure. But I think yes. I'm, I'm going to go along with Ryan. I really don't know. Once again, I'm just guessing. So I'm, I'm along <laughs> for the ride on a lot of these. Um, yeah, I don't know. The long hair and glasses. All, all the time. Oh, come on. Get, I don't know. There's not much to to go on. I've never heard him talk about it. I'm well, you've got a 50-50 chance. Let's make a pick here. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Okay. We, we've got a... Uh, okay. Go, go, Connor, did you ever perform in school band? I was in school band very briefly. I mean, for a couple years. Maybe like three or four years. Yeah, I was in Yeah, I was in the school band. Okay. That's still a win for us. Yeah. Yep. There's still a win. That counts. <laughs> Goal! Goal! <laughs> All right. And um, so, Connor, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us like a little bit, uh, I guess, on how you had started Biomassive and, and the, obviously this massive force that you guys have become today. Yeah, I was actually I met um I met a kid named Dan back in 2011 and we started sending tracks back and forth to each other and um when I was actually living in Marquette with Wes um and we were just sending tracks back and forth online and when I moved back to the area um we just got together and started just recording a bunch of stuff and Okay. My homie's like, basement. Gotta have a name. Gotta do this, and now you're you're biomassive. And how long is that now? When did you say that? That started? was 2011. Our first like real show was in 2012. <laughs> but yeah. Oh okay. Okay. We saw you guys at Meadow Fest. That was when we met you for the first time. Oh yeah. We were doing sound there. I think. Well, okay. So uh, with with the origin stories, uh, I think Wes is the last one. You, this is the one that's missing, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Here's He's here now. So. He's, He's here. returned. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. What the fuck's (laughs) up, bro? What's up? Hi. All right, so, Wesley, why don't you go ahead and give us your name and what it is that you do with the group here? My name's Wes Roberge. I'm the sound and light engineer. 
and you've probably heard us mention his name before because we were giving him shout outs when he was doing our sound before we knew what the fuck we were doing yeah Correct. he had to take a, he had to take a little step away i mean he was busy he was helping getting that album done at the time when For we were sure. yeah. i appreciate you so much because i know that you were working very hard on getting their album yeah put together. Like you had a lot of other things on your plate and the, the fact that you took some time out of you know your busy schedule to help us out was really cool and we appreciate awesome. that Hell let's, yeah. let's get to the point here was Wesson banned? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I think he was a brass instrument player. You think Wes was a brass player? I, he seems like a brass like player. Like what? Fucking marching around with a tuba on his shoulder? I'm thinking French horn. I don't know. He seems a little fragile for that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh. You coming after my name, bro? You coming after me? No, you you, you have the, you the, you the tightest horn. Amateur. <laughs> At least give him the cornet. Really purse those lips nice. The French one's hard. (laughs) (laughs) At least give him a trombone. I'm going to say yes. I think Wes did have some experience in the band at one point. Yes. Okay, so I'm going to go no just because I want to guess something that isn't what you two are guessing. I'm going to Fuck you too, buddy. Yeah. All right, Wes, do you ever play in band? I never played in the high school band. Jock! Ah, damn it. Too cool for school. All right, so I think well, I think we've quick, met the group. Well, we, real quick, how did you like? I know you just said you were living with Connor, right? So that was just you've always been there for Biomassive. Then I was living with Connor, and when he was starting this thing with Dan, and then um, I ended up moving to Florida to what? pursue different what? schooling because I wasn't. You lived in Florida? Yeah, I oh. didn't. I lived with Connor at Northern for like three years and then um i decided to change my major and try and do something which i was more passionate about passionate about so that's why i did we moved to florida went to full sail and i got my feet wet in the production world and then con the whole time i was talking to him like dude all this stuff like I wish I was with you to like practice doing all these things that I learned and blah blah blah. And then next thing you know, he's talking me out of, into coming home. Oh, Randall actually was the one talking me out, out of into coming home. See, I'm like, learning new things about you guys already. Well, and I don't. I mean, let me be honest. I don't really take you much for like the the beach vibe kind of guy. I mean, oh man, I don't. Yeah, dude, I was red. I was red as hell, man. I was definitely a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, and this is great, because this is why we're doing this. Uh, for any of you not to mention your peoples out there, and of course, Biomassive fans, we're doing this because, you know, we don't, we're trying to step away from a little bit of the uh, interview format and kind of just have a conversation with our friends here. And, you know, maybe by the end of this, you might realize that you'll be more willing to pull out those $5 in your pocket to pay for that cover charge instead of just dipping out. But, um, so we're going to move on to our, our, I guess, our meaty section. And um, when I was touring with UV Hippo, a lot of the time people would say like, oh, you guys sound like Ump Light, like Umphrey's Light. And and that was like a big thing. And it was always funny to me knowing the guys because they never really truly identified with that because they like they liked Umphrey's, but they didn't listen to him much. And uh, on the same note, Goat Machine, a band that I played with out of Kalamazoo for a little while, got compared to Red Hot Chili Peppers constantly just because they kind of, uh, they had a rapper in the group and... people just kind of went there automatically something that they absolutely hated they they despised being compared to them i don't know if it's because they hate red hot chili peppers or because they wanted their own you know that just wasn't what they were going their own identity so with that being said um is there is there a group that people have said that you sound like that you don't really necessarily identify with uh, the tribe thing's getting a little stale i'm gonna be real (laughs) yeah i saw it coming sound (laughs) tribe sector nine yeah Honestly, though, like, I feel like we were kind of all over the place with our sound, and it's, and it's, I like to think that it's pretty unique. Uh, we don't get com- that, that many comparisons. I don't know. What do you guys think? That's well, except for last great. night, they're not like, so much anymore. Sound like but better, man. <laughs> Holy oh, all right. Well, I mean, that's a good At least compliment. they added that last line to it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not okay with being compared to, if the Sound Tribe thing is getting stale, then at least they, uh, they you know, soften the blow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was very I mean, sweet. That's a, it's an honor to be compared to them. <laughs> yeah. After sure. a while. We, we've gotten Lotus a couple times. Yeah. Lotus. Mortal okay, Kombat theme that. song, cover band. <laughs> 
Any 90s yeah, techno. Euro trash band. Euro trash. <laughs> Darren. All right. Well, and to be honest, if I were to try and compare you guys to somebody, having heard your entire repertoire like a million times, I would actually have a pretty hard time doing it. I could say this song sounds like somebody and this song sounds like somebody, but pinning you down is kind of difficult. And in my opinion, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's I an honor. Agree. Thank you for saying that. Thanks. That means a lot. So for every up-and-coming band, it seems like there's kind of a metaphorical wall that's really difficult to break through. Uh, it's just like a constant grind. Progress at times can seem really slow. So like, what are the things that you do to be proactive and cope with the grind or just make yourselves noticed? Like within the Think. group? Like think anno- real long and hard. Annoying the shit out of each other with group text messaging. <laughs> That's a big thing. Um, <laughs> even if, even if like, it's uh, for instance, conflicts. For me, uh, when I was still playing music in a, in a group or in a couple groups, it was just write music. Like, if I kept writing music, like, the rest will happen. Like, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. I guess that was, like, my coping mechanism. And whether or not that's actually an intelligent strategy right. remains right. to be seen. <laughs> yeah. But, I feel like touring is one of No, those it's booking shows for sure. We're just book be like we yeah. got a show like book the know, show yeah, do the book tour the show. yeah yeah and, and knowing randall i feel like that really fits too that, that seems right um uh, i've got uh the third question as an artist it's uh normal to question yourself and i think like the three of us can really relate to that and not oh, yeah. that we consider ourselves artists but doing this project and everything uh, it's easy to question yourself, and is there something that you guys have recorded that you have maybe questioned uh, collectively as a group, or maybe someone thinks of something off the top of their head, or that you think that you could have done better, you know? Definitely All our first album. in general. No, we really rushed the first album, and we were just trying to get something out there, but... It took two years. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> we rushed it. Do you think three years. <laughs> Do you think you want to re-record any of that? Or maybe in the future. We have no. re-recorded some we'll, New Horizons in those yeah. ways because of our okay. recording okay. process. We've yeah, revamped them a little bit just yeah. for like live, but I, think I don't we're know about ready to like make new new I'm music now. Like we're ready to drop the old the old songs, not off of our live set, but That's definitely a, not read like new We have them etched on there, so yeah. we got some new ones on the latest too. Like yeah. okay. Right enough. Okay. Hey. That, that's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, the new songs are definitely a different vibe, too, and I think that's kind of like we're kind of trying to incorporate a more of a progressive vibe and not still electronic-y and, like, samples and stuff, but definitely trying to get a little more, like, prog rock. More music. Not, yeah. not, and yeah. not pin ourselves down. You right. guys said it perfectly. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, perfect. I'll be waiting for that Fly on the Wall jazz uh, album that for the next there one. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, let's make a jazz <laughs> album. All that in mind with the grind and everything. What are, and I mean, you guys might have to talk amongst yourselves to figure this out, but what may be uh, maybe one or two memorable, like bad, bad venues, bad nights, you know, without using names or whatever, but any funny stories of uh, some just interesting, tragic experiences while trying to pull I think all Ryan was off. part of oh, one yeah. of them. How about the trailer block? Ryan, of all the time that we've spent together, man, like... I the funniest I've ever laughed at you is after we went blew through four tires and all that and we're just at that club in South Indy and you just you stayed up all night with the bartender or something and you just yeah it was like 8 a.m. by the time I stopped drinking I think yeah we were headbutting each other <laughs> and you just started uh, singing like every tires theme song like, oh oh O'Reilly auto parking <laughs> yeah blasting through four tires and I think there was like a whole deluge of other things that you guys had to go through this story is kind of like a legend in in <laughs> between the three of us because there are so many things that have gone bad to us and that always will but yeah, this is one really uh, takes the cake. Well, yeah, and I'll never forget. It was Easter, wasn't it? Weren't we all just like yeah. trying to get back to our family? Easter, yeah. a real holiday and a weed holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a Sunday, too. If for anybody who might be wondering where the rest of that story went, uh, we did make it home. We we got home. <laughs> <laughs> 
62 uh, tires so, later. <laughs> definitely car problems is at the top of the list of nightmares. Oh, yeah. The time we oh, got yeah, home yeah. from Chicago and that it was a sheet right. of ice. Jesus. Oh, yeah. The trailer was like sliding down the hill. We were literally <laughs> pushing oh, it sideways. Up a road yeah. to get into the house. But, but then we, we couldn't uh, stand either. We had to like get dog Joey food out. We're like a fucking ice ground. skate with the wind sail. Yeah, Pretty much. Like, yeah, that Indiana was sick as a dog. Probably one of the yeah. one of the highlight of the highlights of the like fucked up times. Yeah, I would say like our uh, <laughs> like our travel stuff is like more sticks out because venues are always an experience for us. Just like being so many members and having so much gear, it's like you know we go into it. Like, I hope they know what they're getting themselves into, and, like, we're so used to, like, adapting and things like that, that, like, I don't feel like it's the same setup as, like, a four-piece band that's, like, I don't get why this was so hard. I had two amps and a drum set, and, like, (laughs) it's like we always go, and they're, like, we're gonna gonna screw it. It's crazy, and so it's, like, hope for the best, expect the worst kind of thing. Right, yeah. No, I love that. That That's funny. And do you have a collective favorite venue? Is there like a place that you guys just fucking love to go to? They treat you right. The fans always show out. I've always liked the stash. The stash is a good spot. What others? What other ones? Lime Pig, dude. For Lime Pig is always. Where's the stash? Grand Rapids, the intersection, front room. Yeah, the front room. Yeah, Ordock. Venue wise, yeah, it's not the best, but Ordock is always one of our favorite spots to hit because the the people there are just so cool. That was beautiful. Yeah, we were just at the uh, summit last night. um, That was pretty good. Marquette, that's the UPA. Marquette, Marquette. Yeah. Okay. And so, boys, we uh, obviously all of us have been dealing with the pandemic, especially with Colin and I being in the same industry as you guys, and. Josh didn't deal with it so much as just dealing with all of us being home the whole time. Frontline, baby! <laughs> Frontline! <laughs> but, you know, uh, I, I did love the fact that when the pandemic came about, um, I was actually, I was with uh, Skunk, I was with you, I was with Randall at the time, we were all working down in Florida together, and of course, once all that hit, it was it was definitely devastating for the entire industry, but something that I really loved about what you guys did was you really took that time to sit down and write out your new album and get that taken care of. And I, which mad, we know is something you were trying to do for yeah, a while. Dude, mad respect for like taking, taking what was going on uh, during, during that time and, and doing something extremely productive with it for yeah. yourselves. And that's, I mean, obviously that's why we're here doing this podcast was cause it was like, okay, we've always wanted to do this. Let's start up this project. We got the time. So I just want to know, like, uh, when it came to the recording process, what what was it that you guys were doing in order to get things done? Um, were you meeting in person still at the time, obviously being a group, you know, and you guys being so close with each other? I'm sure you were all cautious still, but, you know, were you separate recording tracks? Were you going to different people's houses, Wes? You know, how did that all work out for you guys, uh, guys trying to make this process work? I feel like it's kind of a two-part answer because... It's 2021 now, and when the pandemic hit, it was the beginning of 2020, and we were anticipating releasing our studio album in 2020, which, because of everything, we were afraid to get together, you couldn't gather Mm -hmm. households and stuff, we couldn't do that, so I took it upon myself to take our last show from Marquette and a collection of others along the tour and chop it up, and that's how we made Polylift. And so, oh, no shit. Yeah, it was amassed from all live shows across that year in 2019. So Bells, Kalamazoo is on there. The Ordoc is on there. Um, and so then that really gave us a chance to like sit and look at the music and be like, yeah. okay, this is how we play it. But how can we write it or reimagine it in a studio context? And I think that the boys really went above and beyond in some ways on these songs like they put probably 10 songs worth of effort into five songs it's like some of these tracks have like 50 60 elements or tracks on the no that's fucking crazy so we just had two completely separate (laughs) motives there one was to just push through and the other was to 
continue to be creative. Do you think that it, then, I guess, in lieu of that information that you were just saying, do you think it really, like, complicated things? Or do you think that uh, you were kind of making the best out of the situation? Like, do you think, uh, it, I don't want to say that COVID's helped anybody, because I really don't think that that's, <laughs> that's a reality at all. Right. I mean, you know, I, Do you think that you guys kind of benefited from... It complicated stuff in a certain way. It ways. did complicate yeah. stuff, but at the same time, it was, the, it was like, I'm not going to meet with the band. It's like, I got all the right. creative freedom at this point. Just yeah. mix it till it's done, dude. Yeah, right. Like I said, just kind of making the best out of the situation. Like, yeah. it's not that the COVID has done anything good for anybody because I really don't believe it that. It made us right. adapt and overcome. Right. Yeah. It made yeah. Us kind yes. Of, exactly. Yeah. It pushed yeah. us into new boundaries. Like I bought a couple synths and then Randall got a DAW and like programmed a lot of drums and we kind of like traded off jobs and yeah, it was kind of just a different way to do it. Like Connor mm. and everyone who had a computer were kind of sending sending tracks back and forth and i'd go to cons and record some stuff and then we'd all go to randall's and yeah. put stuff in there but yeah it really uh took the stimulus right, and yeah bought some new gear i think a lot of us bought some new gear so it was definitely uh <laughs> i mean just the fact that new matt, thing. matt was focusing on bass and randall was focusing on drums for this whole record so that's like <laughs> that's think awesome. about that two both of those people were you know pooling from completely different instruments that they play live and that helped generate a new yeah, that's so sound cool. for us right. on interesting album. concept actually that seems like almost like i don't know if you know of any other people that have produced that way but that seems like a really unique and kind of interesting way to do things but logically sound like yeah. you know you put a different person on the instrument you're gonna you're yeah gonna randall plays drums too. like randall plays right. drums just as good and i play right. Like I, I didn't really have a, I didn't play any bass guitar, but I, I bought like a little bass, like analog synth sequencer, and so I was just like really into that for a while. Randall was doing a lot of the drums, and since we both are sort of like familiar in both areas, it kind of gave us different perspective on rhythms and stuff. So it was a nice. lot of fun. It, I, I would yeah. say too, as far as like the monolith polylith thing, it we, me and Wes had like we talk every every day and like you know we're always scheming and dreaming and kind of <laughs> yeah, one, that's of, cute. one of our discussions was like we've got so many people we're like like we're like a labor force in itself so like let's start splitting up on projects so part of the idea was that Wes was in the mixing phase of polylith while I started pre-production on monolith so that way we can like be and we've already started the next album as well we're in the pre-productions for that so it's like always oh, being no one step ahead of the yeah. next process and if you can like compartmentalize internally you can just get more done than everybody just driving one project and then taking a breath that's, and whatever that's that actually right along sense. that's right along the lines of how ryan and i try to think always put yourself ahead of where you are always stay one step ahead right. of where you should be and eventually you'll actually meet those uh expectations i guess is one way of putting it i just i just want to say hey guys ryan here um i just want to say uh, <laughs> i'm very impressed uh i'm i it's very inspiring how you guys have pulled all that together and done that and I just want to say to the people that are listening, these guys, when Colin and I came in working lighting and production with them, I mean, you guys aren't just musicians and you're, you know, you're not just really dear friends. You guys are coworkers in the sense like the whole band would help us get all of the lighting set up. You guys know how to get the lighting going and plugged in yeah. and run just as well. I feel like well. a lot of us <laughs> learned because of like helping you at first, Ryan and, and Colin. Like I, I didn't really know shit about lights until, until you started you know coming with us to shows and that's helped us today because now we all kind of know the, yeah, the deal right? with well, the dude, it's kind of like this like west. cross training yeah. uh, sort of um philosophy of like everyone kind of plays everything everyone does, Every does it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And i know you guys are really hard workers all, all right. of you. i love players. that about you guys because it, it always helped so much and it's something that like i know with wes and whoever else you guys will be working with in the future whatever groups you play with like that's something that will always be transferring over to those people like you guys are have always been incredibly helpful and intelligent and knowledgeable and safe about the things that we're doing 
And I just wanted to say that I, I really fucking appreciate you guys for all that shit. Thanks, Ryan. Oh. We appreciate yeah. you too, Bobby. <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna drop into our next segment here. We like to do what we call uh, with our guests. We like to do a spill the beans. Um, usually we kind of do a little dig around and we look for like things. We, w- we would normally Facebook stalk you. Yeah, Facebook stalk you basically and try and find <laughs> things to ask you guys questions about. And sadly, I, I we kind of just felt like we know you all a little bit too well. And, and so many of you. That, that... And we, you guys all have the same pictures of like just being on stage with lights and shit. So <laughs> it's kind of hard to be like, oh, what's this picture of? You know, a fucking oh, a picture of a venue we were at playing music <laughs> right. and so, running lights and sound. So, so we, we made some questions here and uh, we well, the way we're going to do this and start it off is we asked Randall uh, a handful of questions the other day to prep for this recording, and we got his answers from him. So we're going to ask the rest of you guys. You're all there, right? Everybody's here? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's taking a smoke break? Nope. No, we're good. All right. So <laughs> so we want we want to know from the rest of you, what do you think Randall's response was to these questions? And oh, we'll, we'll keep going oh, from there. We have some oh, other questions. Oh, no. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the first question I asked Randall was, if you and D, the obvious moms of the group, were and or dads down and out, um, you know, having an off day, sick, whatever, or maybe just couldn't make it, who's most likely to be the mom of the group? Wes. Yeah. Wes. I think Randall <laughs> Definitely <answered>. me. <laughs> yeah. Is that Wes? <laughs> is that is that your guys' final answer? Yeah. Give me your yeah. final answer, Regis. Wes. 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 Okay. All right. I, Ryan and I thought he was going to say Wes, too. We thought too. so, too. He we said talked KP. about this afterwards. Yeah. He said oh, KP. Oh, oh. We, oh, we're about to go full <laughs> blow right now, bro. I, 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 you guys I, are 0-1. Yeah. Not a good I feel like Wes is start. more like the abusive stepdad, which is also necessary. <laughs> Kevin's like, like the mo- like loving, you know, like... I'm like Calvin's mom. Like, we just got in a... We, <laughs> Here's your cord, buddy. Yeah. I, got this <laughs> we, I mean, we were just yelling at each other an hour ago in the van, and Kevin's like... Hey guys, like, is this we're on our second day? Should we be doing this? Like, the, that's where my answer came from. All right. So the second question we asked Randall was, "Who's most likely to fall asleep first in the van?" Z. Z. Yeah. Z. Wait, what was that? Everybody just saying me at the same time. Z. 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 Oh, Z. Z. Okay, I was like, whoa, 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 one at a time. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so what was it that himself. Randall gave? Randall and... What about himself? Oh, wait, what's up? Is himself be an answer? He might have said himself. Yeah, is himself oh, we, an answer? We, we did not accept Randall as an no, answer. Yeah, we should have clarified that. that. Not for an answer on any of these. All right. So. But, okay. but that was my first question. <laughs> uh, well. To be like, candid, uh, he did say that if he could pick himself, he would. He did. Um, but the answer that he gave us was Connor. What? Yeah. I don't sleep yeah. a lot. That's, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he answers well. He's the same thing. Just because it's sleepy Z, that's the only reason. He just got a random sleep. He probably the best one. You did pass out on the kit that one time. With the Red Bull. You should have seen me right there a second ago. I was like nodding out. Ben got it on video. Check our Instagram. Check the Instagram story. It's time to promote our sleep calendar. It's on the gram. Don't worry. It's on the gram. <laughs> yeah. um, I added he, to yeah. that it, when Connor falls asleep, you don't know it because he's still wearing sunglasses. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's always wearing sunglasses. Uh, what he said. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He looks like um, Drop Dead Fred, keyboard edition. Yeah, it's like Weekend at Bernie's or something. <laughs> 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 Weekend. <laughs> All right. Uh, so the next question. Everybody gets grumpy on the road. Who's least likely to get grumpy? Probably KP. I want to say KP, too. I, say... I don't think I've ever seen KP mad, honestly. I think KP's a good answer, but unfortunately, Randall answered skunk, and you guys what? are zero oh, for three. Oh, <laughs> that's like a save. Like, that's Will like you check your notes? Save someone, dude. Check y'all, just as grumpy as me. Yeah. <laughs> Half the time, I'm grumpy because you are. <laughs> He knows it's true. <laughs> it's just if he if he doesn't eat in the morning, you know, we gotta get him fun. My logic was that if he gets mad, it's usually a shorter burst. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I yeah. let it out yeah. and then I'm over it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he did say that that it's it was usually you know a a, a burst of anger and then he just quickly forgets that it completely happened. I'm completely forgets it happened. Um. Okay. So the next question we have for you, gentlemen, most likely to moonlight as a vigilante or superhero. This is random. Did we, just, did we just stump him or what? Oh man! Damn. Shannon's already no. sort of a superhero. Oh, <laughs> uh, Skunk is like the banner. Skunk I mean, man. I had the banner carrier. Skunk the banner. man. I don't Skunk know, man. man. Oh, I thought you were mean. I thought you meant like Bruce Banner, like Hulk. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> That's great. That's great. We have dwarven strength. People don't believe us, but it's true. Uh, so Randall's answer was Connor, and his reasoning was his alter ego, which yeah, I am curious about. Yeah, we told him to yeah, shut up immediately because yeah, yeah, we yeah, wanted to know more. So that's Connor, a, please yeah. tell us all about this. That's the only this. reason any of us would be individual. Wait, which which nickname was it? We are O for O. Catboy. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, it's like from a kid's show, uh, PJ Masks, and there's a superhero named Catboy, and his name was Connor. Oh. <laughs> Cal started our calling him, man, I'm pretty show. sure. Yeah, our daughters watched oh, okay. the show, and, and Cal started okay. calling me okay. that, because I was... You were sleeping, oh. you are sleeping it's in a, a chair French in the middle of the day. <laughs> oh, Catboy. Oh. <laughs> huh. It's on Netflix, though, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Go figure. All right, so, um, and then this one, okay, so this goes out to, uh, all of you at this point, so... Randall is now a part of these answers. Yeah, um, yeah. So f- to all of you, who's most likely to show up with new equipment and who's most likely to show up with broken equipment? Oh, dang. Let's go. New equipment, Wes, for sure. Wes has always got well, some That's true. Wes, Wes is my new equipment way more. Sure. <laughs> that's what I kind of thought you guys would say. New toys. Like I went on the Oh, yeah. I swear to God, one time he went on vacation and he got himself a new DAW so he could work on band stuff while he was. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Connor's yeah. got a brand new three thousand dollar keyboard sitting in a seat in this van. Oh yeah. I got. I got some. I got some. We got some, we got some gas. We got some gear acquisition yeah. syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's the problem. Well, bro, there's no doubt Calvin broke it. Calvin is undisputed. No doubt Calvin broke it. Hands down. What were the answers? No, 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 they, the answer uh, just to us. Second, though. That's true. Uh, second, though. <laughs> uh, so we have years. decided uh, officially <laughs> <laughs> that Ryan is n- in not our front man. No, um, no. But every group does have a pretty See, boy or a front man. Um, Who would you say is I yours? Think, no, Ryan. No, I think they listen to our <laughs> podcast, and if they did, they would know that I'm making my own. It's called Frontman Podcast. So yeah, definitely. Um, who's most likely to succeed and be my uh, guest on my Frontman Podcast? You guys are Mike, Ryan's guests. You guys don't even know it. <laughs> my, my question is: Is this pretty boy or frontman? Because I feel like in Biomassive, you get a few different people that represent different things. Like if it's Pretty Boy, okay. it's definitely Connor. I would say Con. <laughs> I would say Skunk is definitely Con running for front man. Yeah. Con is yeah. Con's the yeah, okay. Skunk is definitely the mascot. Like Con, Con was yeah, the that's a good answer. I, yeah, no, I definitely like that clarification because I had kind of grouped the two of them together, but. Uh, I just want to say, I did see your new promo photos from uh, everything you guys went doing. You all look very dapper, very nice. The best looking one out of all of you, though, my boy Maddie Z. He's oh, killing yeah. him in those photos. You're the pretty boy to me, man. That's right. Yeah, dude. He looks so good. It looks solid. Thanks, man. Uh, I want to know right. who do you guys think is the most likely to trip on stage? Uh, trip, well, like, trip actively, like psychoactively. Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no like, these are like yearbook superlatives. Like, uh, you know, who's the most likely to trip while walking across? Probably uh, me, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Good. Wes, me. 100%. Who's me? <laughs> West. 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 All right, another West then. Uh, oh, shit, you never know. There's a lot of stuff okay. up that's there. That's a trick question, man. That's like when an employer asks you if you smoke and you say, what, weed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because I had not even, uh, not even thought that. Um, which two? <laughs> I really like this one. Uh, I came up with this one on my own. I'm really proud. Uh, which two of you are most likely to run away together? <laughs> like you wake up in the morning, you start look around, and you realize that two of the members are gone, and they just fucking <laughs> flipped into Hawaii. Together. Playing a set. They were going away together, buddy. They were about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're out in Hawaii honeymooning. Yeah. <laughs> we're starting a DJ project in Italy or some shit. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're just uh, we're just sh- we're shooting the shit here. We're gonna keep getting a couple more spill the beans before we move on. Uh, most likely to break a Guinness Book World Record. Dude, it's Randall for the worst farts, dude. <laughs> I hope your windows work in the van. Yeah, that's why we got that van. That's not what I was expecting. We got a new van just so we could roll down the window. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> You're killing me. Oh, I fucking love you guys. Um, All right, so uh, you guys are are currently, uh, you you are right now out on tour on the road. Um, It started out in Michigan, which, I mean, how were your guys' Michigan shows? Great. Sold the fuck out, baby. Sold out? That's what I like to hear. And how was last night for you? Because we we actually had to postpone things just a little bit so that you guys, because you had that loaded and everything in your show. So how did that go for you? Had a really good show. We played well. It was like a light turnout, but it was like the right right people were in the room, you know? And two two people paid $100 on a $10 cover, which was awesome. Oh, no shit. That's a good sign. What? It was amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah, they were really supportive. Yeah, and Chris Silvano said we're the best band show. in the Midwest. So yeah, 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 yeah put that on paper. If you're listening, watch out, dude. If if you're listening, patron that her patrons that paid way too much for their cover charge, thank you for supporting local music. You're just yeah, the best. Yeah, and for those of you that I mentioned earlier that don't want to pull out the $5 out of your pocket to pay the cover charge, um, Shame how on do you, you look now? How do you feel? Yeah, yeah no doubt. It was, I almost <laughs> so, started crying, man. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. powerful shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no awesome. it really does. It kind of it, it makes a di- big, big difference for I'm, I'm sure you especially guys. Especially you when know. you're out on the road, like, yeah. the money is a very important thing to keep it all going. So, especially how um, and that you. was in Ohio last night, correct? You were in Columbus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the summit. Cool. So uh, today, if I'm not mistaken, you guys are playing again tonight, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're currently yeah. So you're, you're in Indiana, right? Yeah, yeah, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're in Indianapolis tonight, and then uh, so I've got the list here, so I'm just gonna keep going. So it says uh, you guys are going from Indianapolis to Tennessee. Yeah, and then it Fort says Wayne. University of Atlanta live stream, and I, I just I need to know like how what is what do, yeah, how's this going working? on there? What so is this? It's act that's a typo. It's actually Georgia Tech in Atlanta, oh. and it's a okay. radio station. Um, it's it's a it's, student student led organization, like student radio, student live stream thing. Right. So the idea behind that was like. You know, when you're you're on tour and you have weekday hits and, you know, you end up with a lot of weekdays, I started thinking, like, oh, with COVID, what can we do with those off days instead? And that was actually one of the silver linings with this is, like, hey, if we have an off day, let's make that a content day instead of, you know, just chilling. Smart. Yeah, yeah definitely smart. Um, and then it says you got, uh, it looks like three, three shows in Florida. Um, it does say that your tour is going from, it started on 423 and it's going through uh, 515. Uh, and it, it, I, the three Florida runs, is there, I didn't look at the dates. Are there times broken up in there? Are you guys going to get a little couple days off to hang out while you're down there? At the end. At the end? And it looked like you were going down, is, is this correct, the east side and kind of wrapping up around through Tampa and then coming back home? Yep. So yeah, no. we're getting them over the mobile. Um, Alabama. We're doing Alabama on the way too, and um, oh, okay. yeah. But yeah, we're straight shadding it back from Florida, and then taking a couple of days off, and then doing a couple of Michigan plays. Yeah, a couple of return shows here. I got the, uh, the Lansing CD Brewing release. Company and the Tip Top, right? Yeah. yeah. And then, so I didn't, I, I haven't heard about this. I haven't really gotten the chance to talk to all of you very much. Um, are there any festivals? Be I, I know I saw Summer Camp. I believe you're on that. Uh, are there any other festivals that you guys are looking at currently? I know things are kind of not in stone. At the yeah. yeah, we have a handful. I, um, I can't talk about it on, on the air yet, but. Yeah, um, I understand. Love to talk to you about it personally. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love that. Um yeah, I mean, uh, it was just, it, it looks like you guys are doing really well for yourselves right now. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you all were able to get the album done. Yeah, um, I'm glad that the pandemic didn't, like, completely ruin your momentum because I know how that feels. Like. Absolutely, and you know, with I was just thinking as you were talking about the live streaming shows and, and whatnot, you know, talk about adaptation. 
That's something that has, uh, with the, you know, Martin that we had on mm-hmm. and, you know, our project that we have going on now, it's it's an interesting to, to see everybody adapting and kind of evolving during this uh, crisis. Yeah. <laughs> this this crisis. shitty fucking... All right, and uh, I think at this point, boys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Biomassive. Uh, they're from northern Michigan, and they are currently out on uh, tour supporting their new album, Polylith. And uh, obviously, Monolith. Monolith. Listening. Oh, oh, Monolith just came out. Monolith just came out. Polylith was the live. Yeah. Well, you guys need to fix that on your uh, Spotify because Polylith is the most recent album. It's not out yet. It's not out yet. Well, then you're so you're supporting an album that's not out. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 Well, we have the albums with so us. We're trying yeah. to get people to come to these we shows the and buy it from us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Well, I'll edit the Facebook Lansing, post we, I made earlier, we'll have, and like, I'll just say like this: theaters only. Biomass is out on tour right now, supporting their upcoming album, nice. Monolith. Yeah. Nailed it! Nailed it! Well, you can get it if you come see us. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and give you guys the floor here. I don't know if you guys want to take turns. However you want to answer this how whatever you want to say uh maybe like what does biomassive mean to you guys or if there's anything that you want to tell the world yeah what 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 you got going on something you gotta you want to plug biomassive is back to love and out for blood you guys (laughs) we're coming add us on tiktok all right add us on on tiktok all right follow us on instagram i appreciate you guys so much uh for obviously taking some time out of the day today especially with having your show last night and having another show today um we're obviously we were really excited to do this when we started talking about it i fucking love you guys yeah, so much and having a big group of people love on that's too. something new for us so yeah. that was exciting and you, you know we're super grateful that you guys yeah. like, so thanks for taking time you guys are good at this we yeah. should keep doing it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we'll look forward to the next time but uh yeah i guess i just want to say uh you know, with all the places i've been uh the people i've met the memories i've made and the memories i've uh, kind of forget I fucking love you guys, and I'm so glad that you've been a, a part of it, and I uh, can't wait to work with you guys again soon, and hopefully even just get to sit down and listen to your guys' music and chat. Yeah, hopefully get to work with each other sooner than later, you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Oh, we'll oh, yeah. see you in Lansing. We'll see you. Oh, yeah. 514, <laughs> buddy. Oh, yeah, you'll see us. All right, with that, everybody, this is Not To Mention Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Colin. And I am Josh. And that was Biomassive with us for this week. And uh, you boys be safe out there on the road. And uh, if you have any questions about uh, your 420 things, go ahead and listen to la- uh, last week's episode, 420 yeah, in case episode. you need to know any of the legalities yeah. in any of the states around. The entire episode talks about. We'll uh, tell you all about it. Yeah, all the legalities in every state. Uh, and furthermore, we have uh, YouTube videos up as well, and you can find us at not to mention pod at gmail.com, Spotify, Apple, all of that, and as well as Biomassive. You can find them on Spotify, Apple, every major streaming service, and listen to their albums and keep an eye out for their upcoming album. And of course, if you stop out at the shows, fucking buy it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Peace.